How are we today? Hello, hello, how are you? How are you going? How are you going? Welcome everybody to week 13's The B League Pickham's show. Show, I guess. I am your host. I am Dan at The B League Says. You can find me over on Discord, our free Discord on the Going for Live 2 server over there. So get yourself over to discord.com. Come find us over there. With that over there, you can come and find us over at all the fun stuff. I'm just setting up. We've just had a family crisis at the moment, which is pretty funny. We are something to do with that. An elf on the shelf and my kids, which we will not get into in case they can hear me. That doesn't matter. But let's just say they're on to us. Uh, either way, we're on the week week 13 uh, B-League Pick'em Show. I'm Dan at the B-League Says. Thank you for joining me again for another week this year. We're going prop-centric as well. There's so many different things. But if you haven't already... Head over to our YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the alerts, find out when these shows are on. We're on at three o'clock every Wednesday, unless otherwise, I think I'm on next week, then I've got a week or two break, but that doesn't matter. We're going all through the playoffs as well. Lots of fun stuff, but if you haven't already, oh, I should have mentioned, I don't know, fantasy, I don't know, fantasy prop show. I can't believe I didn't think about that. Unbelievable. Wait, what? Six hours ago? I don't know. I don't know, Gladys. Anyway, I don't know, fantasy.com, promo code GF200, match deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial initial deposit. But it's week 13, so how many people haven't deposited already? I don't know. Maybe you should have, because we've been punching at 89%. No one knows. There's no theme music, no entrance music. I can't even get an underlay to say the promo underneath. It's madness. But here we are. We're doing it again. One more week of the year. 89% of the people make some money. Yeah, I mean, that's it. 89% of the time, it works all the time, right? That's that's what we're doing this week. But it doesn't matter. There's, there's a whole bunch of weird games this week. I'm, I'm going to say that now. Obviously, we've got six teams on the bye. It's like, I don't really matters with the Giants and the Raiders or whatever it may be. But you're looking at like the Ravens, the Vikes, the Bills, and I want to say somebody else, which I'm having a mental blank on. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of that? Who's the other? There's six teams on a bye. It's Vegas. Oh my god! I should know this. I can't. But it's Vegas, the Vikings, the Giants, the Bills, the Ravens. There's one more team. Oh, that is going to do my nut in. Doesn't really matter. There's six teams on the bye this week, and it's kind of it's a bit of a weird one because that some of these teams are staying as far away from as you can anyway, because there's just zero value in them. Whether it's you know, you look at the Giants. How do you even bet on the Giants like players? Some of those single props, right? Like, how do you even bet on? They don't even Baltimore. I said the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens, Vikings, Bills, Giants, Raiders. There's one more. That's gonna do me in. It's not Detroit. I'm trying to think here. Chicago. Oh yeah, no one cares about them. Whatever. Fuck the Bears. They're terrible. Oh no, Chicago are playing, aren't they? No, they played on Monday night. We're all on it. Get amongst the Jared. How are you going? How about them Vikings? <sighs> no good. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird games this week. Some good ones too. You look at Thursday night, Seattle versus Dallas. That's incredible. Like Seattle plus eight and a half at Dallas. 46 and a half on a Thursday night. You don't normally get that on a Thursday. At least we haven't because you know everything's been the Jets, the Raiders. Or the shitty, or the shitty Chiefs games, which no one wants to watch. Like, oh my god, unbelievable! Miami minus nine and a half at Washington, fifty and a half. That one's going to go ballistic. I didn't even pick that game this week. I don't know why. It's just Tua over, Tyreek over, and we'll say 
Antonio Gibson over in receiving yards. That hasn't dropped yet. That's that's what I'm doing there. Right, right there. There's your three props to pick. Tua over, Tyreek over, Brian, uh, Brian Robinson or uh, and or Antonio Gibson over in receiving yards. Done. I was there with my son for his first game. Boy, did we see a piss game. Yeah, that's the Bears. I mean, no one wants to... I mean, congrats on going to a game with your son. Like, I, I've thought about taking my kids to a Giants game, but one, it's a Giants game, and two, it's out in New Jersey. I live nowhere near there, so I, I'm not doing that. That's just... I've got zero interest to going out in the cold to watch a Giants game. Imagine saying, hey, my kids, hey, listen, we're going to say first game of your Giants at Dallas and just watch them get absolutely... I've got zero interest. I'll bandwagon the shit out of that. I'll wait till they start winning like six, seven games in a row before I take them. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. I might take them to a Knicks game now. They're doing all right. Either way, we're going Chargers minus six at New England Patriots with an over-under of 40, which one, how can either of them, how, and why are the Chargers minus six? Why? I don't know how bad the Patriots are, believe me. I watch the Giants, the Patriots. I know the Patriots are bad. What the fuck are the Chargers? Either way, Detroit minus four at New Orleans, 46. Arizona plus five and a half at Pittsburgh, 41. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Atlanta minus two and a half at New York Jets with a 34 over and under with what we will now dub call the shit bowl. Carolina plus five and a half at Tampa, 37. Indianapolis minus one at Tennessee, 42 and a half. Some interesting games there. Like Indianapolis, Tennessee seems interesting. Carolina at Tampa, 37, could go a little bit higher than what I think. Detroit and New Orleans at 46. That's just got the makings of an indoor trap meet. Very interesting game there. I am actually going to head to Pittsburgh. Gladys, what's up? We're heading to Pittsburgh. We're looking at Arizona plus five and a half at Pittsburgh. Why? I, I, yeah, is Arizona no good without Kyler Murray? They look pretty decent with him. But Pittsburgh are just like traveling along to get five and a half at home. Jesus, I don't think so. Either way, pick them up. We're going Kyler Murray higher than 220 and a half passing yards because why the fuck wouldn't we? That's uh, weird. The Steelers, they don't give up a ton of receptions. Oh, it sounds weird. Uh, tenth fewest in the league this year, but that, they've given up the twelfth most yards. So, so here they are, a team that doesn't give up many receptions, but the yards are getting hammered in. So that screams to me like the big players on. If we know anything about the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, he's, he's pretty good for a big play. He's known for that. I kind of like that. The Matt Canada bump. Yeah, I, just, yeah, well, maybe. We could call it that if you want. I'm not. I'm not too certain. We'll, we'll, I mean, yes, it's nice. I'm happy for you. There's no Matt Canada, and there's a bit of a bump, but I'm not. Too, I'm not sure how much more of that's Kenny Pickett. I want to talk about Kenny Pickett in a minute. But you know, I, I don't mind Kyler Murray this week. You know, he's going to scramble. He's going to scoot. He's going to scramble. Get his ass wide. Land one on Marquise or Dorch or McBride. He's going to get those big yards. I think that's how you're going to beat Pittsburgh. It's not going to be this dink and dunk crap. He's going to have to go long. He's going to have to go long frequently, and I kind of like that for him. Uh, yeah, don't mind that for him this week. Pick number two, Lenny Pickett. We're going to call him Lenny from now on because he doesn't deserve the K. Uh, lower than 214 and a half pass yards. You don't get it. I don't, I don't care if he had a decent week last week. I, I don't care. Lenny Pickett, uh, his form doesn't bother you then. Like, missing practice this week. I don't know if he was there. It was, what is it, Wednesday? He missed a couple of days this week. Ankle injury, that kind of bothers me. I get it. He's their best option at quarterback, maybe. I don't, I'm, not, I'm still not sold he's better than Trubisky at this point. Uh, he's had that ankle injury. Maybe they're keeping him on ice because, you know, they're, they're, they are a legitimate playoff contender at this point. Uh, so I get keeping him healthy during the week. There's no point putting him out there. And look, he had a he, I'll jokes aside, he had a cracking week last week, 270 passing yards in week 12. I get keeping him healthy. It's paramount because 
they are contenders, and that's the truth. They got to keep. They got to look after him. I guess. I guess they got to look after him. You know, whatever. But it is what it is. Still, he's failed to hit this quota five times this year, which includes five, uh, four of his last five games. I understand the Matt Canada thing, and last week it wasn't it. But okay, everyone kind of comes out and looks good that first game post firing. You know, we can say that about Washington. They've had a few guys lose, but they, well, they lost Jack Del Rio this week, right? So maybe their defense plays a little better, but I doubt it. Uh, but you know, they've been fair to middling against quarterbacks uh, this year. Arizona, I mean, passing out's allowed two thirty-seven yards uh, per game on average. They've also played more games than everyone as well on their buys next week. So for what it's worth, going up against Piquet, they don't allow too many attempts per week. 31 on average per game, fourth fewest in the league. So he may be restricted even more on proxy. So Arizona are going to be on the field a little bit more than what we think they use or what we're used to seeing anyway. And they also don't allow a lot more pass attempts than anyone else really. So I feel like this is just a rough game for him to be in. It's a rough spot. I feel like we get a lot of... I think we had a lot of uh, uh, Najee Harris again. They seem to have unlocked the key with him a bit last week. Oh, but this whole split with him and Jalen Warren. Nah, nuts to that. Najee, wheels up. Let's go. Pick number three, Jonte Johnson. Lower than 56 and a half receiving yards because I could care less for Lenny Pickett. Uh, we can blame bad quarterback play. We can blame poor play, uh, play calling. We can do all that, and that's fair and justified. You're not going to hear me say otherwise. At the end of the day, you've got to produce. And here we have a guy that needs way too much for him to get anywhere. Like, this guy's getting, like, eight, nine, ten targets, and he goes for 50 yards. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Let's face it. Like, even Edelman made a little bit more out of that, right? Like, we're talking about, what, eight for 40, eight for 50? Like, this guy's, it should be better than that, and it's just not better than that, with or without the play calling. It's it's just not there, okay? We can go back to when he was with Big Ben. Okay, fine. I'm not going back that far to, like, justify this guy. Like, I love him as a receiver. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch in the NFL when he's going, and, and that's great. He's good at what he does, but one for 17, two for 16. He's had 50-odd yards well, this week off eight targets. I just – I can't buy into this idea that he's just going to keep going eight for 55, eight for 60. I just – I don't actually see it, uh, which is weird because it's a good matchup for him. So I just – I'm not actually believing in him or the Steelers in that regard for another week in a row. I really wish I was. Uh, but we have 50% going on this year. What was it? Uh, six most yards, receptions to wide receivers. And we have him going 50% under this year. So, you know, you need to have faith in him and, and pick a new, new regime. You've got to think they won't lean on Frymouth anymore. Go to Harris a little bit more. Pickens will figure in a little bit more. And maybe, you know, Johnson's going to go, what, seven for five and 45 again. And whoopty fucking do. That's where we're at, Matt. Yes, they, uh, they did. They did have 400 yards post-Matt Canada. Uh, offensive yards, and, that, and that's great. I'm happy for them, you know, because, you know, it takes a bit of pressure off that defense. And that, that defense needs a bit of help. You know, you lose, like, Cole Holcomb. You lose, who was it, Landon Roberts as well, right? They just they, they were losing, like, linebacker after linebacker after linebacker. They were just copying a beating at one point. Uh, they lost that with Keanu Neal, I think. He got injuries on IR as well. Like, they just they were just lo- they're dropping like flies. So they need Highsmith to step up a little bit more, I think. But, okay. Again, against like Kyler Murray, that's a, that's a hard one to pick, I think. So they're my three for the morning in a game. No tequila today, we're going beer. Big beer guy. Not, not the biggest beer guy. Don't mind a few beers. Afternoon games. Underdog has... The, you guys can correct me if I'm on this. DraftKings has the Broncos game at four o'clock. Underdog has them on at one. But I like this game, so I'm going with the Broncos game this week. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. Denver plus three and a half at Houston. 47 and a half over under. San Fran minus two and a half at Philly, 46 and a half. You're going to like that for Philly. 
you're gonna like that for Philly. Imagine imagine being Philly and being underdogs at home against San Fran. You you gotta like that for twenty eight hundred bucks on DraftKings as well. They got a point to prove. I like that for Philly as well. You'd be mad. Uh, Cleveland plus three and a half at the Rams, 39 and a half over under. I am going Denver at Houston because how the hell couldn't I? Like this, this, this game I feel like is going to blow everyone out of the water. And now that I've said that, it's probably going to turn the shit. Uh, that is my luck. This is what I do on a Monday night. I jinx the shit out of everything. Welcome to the B League Pick'em Show. Show. Uh, as, as it were, I'm going to pick number one. We've got Russell Wilson over 215 and a half pass yards. I feel like this one's there for the taking for it. Also, I think he's like 5,700 bucks on DraftKings. I'm not telling the DFS guys what to do, but holy shit, come on. High implied, uh, higher implied uh, over-under game. we got a guy that's probably going to be chasing this game. He's not going to have a choice but to throw it. Look, I like this story for multiple reasons. Look, let's just look at some of the positives. He's had six games this year with over 30 rushing yards in his last 10. I kind of like that in that regard. He's had two multi-touchdown games in his last four, and that was against Buffalo and Kansas. So tough passing defenses. He's kind of stood up against them in that regard. And he's kept the turnovers low, which is more important than anything. Four total intercepts this year. Problem is the passing yards. Now, we need more out of him in that regard. And Houston seemed to bring that out. You look at Baker Mayfield. You look at uh, what happened in Carolina. You look at a few other games that they've played this year. He's brought that out of people where they've had to go over what they normally do. So I like that for him too. Um, but the Texans also given up the seventh most passing yards this year with 266 on average per game while allowing the league high five rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks as well. So we're looking at if there was ever a time for Russell Wilson to kind of step on the uh, step on the accelerator and run a little bit more, this could be the week. He could get that rushing touchdown, which has kind of eluded him a little bit this year. That could happen this week if it was ever going to happen. We're talking about a guy that's going to have to chase 215. I like that for him. I don't like the slow pace of play that Denver bring. Denver bring. But Houston seemed to be able to strike at a whim at this point. So I feel like that might have to change, or that, that ethos might have to change a little bit this week. Pick number two, we're going to go CJ Stroud, though, lower than 277 and a half passing yards. I know that sounds weird to say because he's been friggin' nuts, and I hate going against the grain on players that do exceptionally well. He's been nothing but exceptional. He's clearly the rookie of the year for me. I don't think anyone's going to argue with me on that. Uh, but you have to go back to week four when the Broncos last got lit up in the passing game. It was Justin Fields, of all people, pumped 335 on him. So... They're keeping quarterbacks and incredible quarterbacks and average ones as well at bay. And it's been back nearly, what, seven, eight weeks since they've last allowed anyone to do anything on them. So that's crazy. So since then, they've then gone five games allowing under 210 passing yards. Uh, sorry. But since then, they've gone five games allowed under 210 passing yards. So that includes Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jordan Love. So they're not allowing anyone to go over 210. Uh, a few backup quarterbacks in there, I think, like Josh Dobbs or whoever the hell they played in. So yeah, who and someone else, whoever they had in Cleveland. So they had a, might have been Robinson, the kid, the rookie. They might have had him as well. So mixed in with Mahomes and Allen and Love is Josh Dobbs and DTR and DRT, whatever his name is. It doesn't matter. I don't even think he's playing. And Walker and whatever the fuck they had. Doesn't really matter. So it is what it is. Uh, yeah, so I kind of like that. Uh, they've only allowed this quota to go over three times this year as well. So they're really keeping everyone down. Uh, the injury passes, you've got to go back five weeks to where Stroud hasn't had over 300 yards. So let's look at the positives for him. So he's had over 300 yards. It's been go back five weeks where Stroud hasn't had over 300 yards. And not just 300 yards, he's smashed 300 into 400 as well. So he's had that. He's not only gone over 274 times this year, uh, it's only four times he hasn't gone over 270. So it's a tough call to make. I can see between 260 to 290. So at the moment, even I'm on the fence. But the way Denver's defense has been playing in that regard, I kind of feel like you've got to give them the benefit of that. Even though you've got to give him 
you got to look at that as well. Slower pace of game. I, I feel like they're going to have to bring him down a bit. Doesn't mean there won't be points. I just don't think he's going to get the same opportunity as what you think. They've had a drive last week. It was like a nine-minute, ten-minute drive last week as well. You're not going to get those yards doing that. If they do that to you, it's it's over. Pick number three at by proxy. We're going to tank Dell lower than 64 and a half receiving yards, which I really wish I didn't because when he had like a 70-yard reception pulled back last week as well, it was kind of mad. Robbed of that. Should have happened last week. You know, that's what he does best, those big plays. Like He's really good. Uh, yeah, he, he's kind of nifty after the catch. He does all that pretty good too. So he does a lot really well. So the problem with him, I think, is twofold. You could run on Denver. You get multiple ways of getting Denver. You could run on them a lot, frequently. They're, they've given up the most yards this year to running backs. Like, they're they're going to do it. They're, they're just You can run on them. You don't have to throw. Four, one, you can't throw 400 yards. It's not going to happen. But you can just run on them. And that's a pretty easy answer. Even with, like, Singletary and Damian Pierce. Like, you can be mediocre and get by on them. Everyone has been. So that's one way that they can beat them this year. It's going to be a bit more measured in that regard. I can also see them getting Dalton Schultz involved as well. Dalton Schultz, 5K on DraftKings. That's none of my business. That's a Friday show thing. I've got nothing to do with that. But anyway, I could see him getting more involved as well. Uh, yeah, what, a two-target game last week was nothing. But we're also talking about a team that was them getting up uh, most yards, touchdowns for the position, the third most receptions to tight ends. So, you know, it's not all going to be tanked Dalton this week. I don't think he has to be the guy that they go through to get that going. They could go through Schultz. They could go through the run game. Dell's going to have his moments. And, you know, going to be a tough one to call on that. I feel like this is going to go up as the week goes on. Maybe have a look at it then. So they're my three picks for the afternoon. Nice and easy on that one. We're gonna, you know what we have this week? We've got primetime props. We haven't had that for weeks. Nice easy beer today. I haven't had that for weeks. We haven't had, we haven't had Sunday props. It feels like for a month. I've had to be winging it since then. But either way, there's two games primetime, obviously, this week. we got Monday night's game, Cincinnati at Jacksonville, over under 38, which is just abysmal. Thank you, Jake Browning. You prick. And we're looking at Kansas minus six at Kansas minus six at Green Bay with an over under 42. So for what it's worth, good luck, Green Bay. We have to put up with Kyle shenanigans on a Friday night. I hope they get on. Actually, I hope Green Bay do win. Fuck Kansas. I'm completely off Kansas at this point. I don't even care for them. It's so friggin' annoying. I, I, I don't care for Kansas at this point. Either way, pick number one, Patrick Mahomes, lower than 272.5 passing yards. Why? Because fuck him, that's why. Really, look, he hasn't been on this year and really outside of Kelsey every week. You're not quite sure where these yards are coming from. And that's the truth because, look, Rashi Rice is nice and he's he's starting to mix in a little bit more, but it's been inconsistent. Marcus Van, you're hoping MVS catches something? Justin Watson, one for 40? Like, this is what we're doing? They're all erratic as shit. Like, you just can't trust them at this point. Until someone is steady with Mahomes to help, uh, steady with Kelsey to help Mahomes, I, I'm going to keep hitting the unders on this. He hasn't gone over once in his last four. Green Bay's still giving up the seven fewest passing yards despite injuries to key defensive players this year. I don't trust him, and I don't trust him. You can also run on Green Bay. It's going to be like a big Pacheco game. You can also feel like, I think his line was like 64, 65, maybe 66. Have a look at Pacheco later in the week. They might come down a little. Pick number two, Travis Kelsey, higher than 77 and a half receiving yards. If anyone's going to help Mahomes get somewhere, that's going to be it. But again, you're talking about guys that are erratic at this point. Literally, incredibly erratic. Look, he's all over the shop. 91, 44, 14, 58, 179. That's his last five games. He's got a 179-yard game in there with a 14-yard game, a 91-yard game, and a 58-yard. He's, 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 he's a mess. The Chiefs are a mess, and he's a mess. It's absolutely ridiculous. So that's what he's done in his last five. So... 
We're getting a 45-yard game or a 130-yard game. You decide. Packers, they're giving up the ninth least receptions to Titans this year. Middle of the pack to yards. I'm going against him on this one. Pick number three, Jordan Love, low in the 229 passing yards. Yeah, congrats to you, buddy. Yeah, you beat up Detroit's week, piss week secondary. Good job. Congrats. You beat Detroit. Well done. Yes, you threw on Detroit. That piss week secondary. Very good. Well done. Uh, awesome. Now you get the Chiefs' incredible defense who have given up a fourth few yards attempts at completions. But no, tell me about your 300 yard game against Detroit. Tell me about it. Let me come, come over here and talk to me about that. I, I don't want to hear. He beat the Steelers. He did well against the Steelers and Chargers. Okay, Steelers and Chargers. Jesus Christ. We're just giving like medals to everybody now. Oh, well. Anyways, you can't put more up. If you can't put up more than 185 on Denver, that's what I'm saying right now. That's what he also gave us. Yeah, he did well against the Chargers. A decent pass defense. He choked. Vegas, Vegas. He put up 180 on Vegas. That tells you everything you need to know. Okay, Denver, they're good. Vegas? You can't put up more than 190 on Las Vegas? Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm telling you. AFC, maybe it's an AFC thing here. Maybe. Who knows? But I'm going lower on that one as well. I'm not all in on Jordan Love this week. It's going to be a tough game for them. I think it's just going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess of a game. But they're my picks for this week going at 89%. No worries. Pick number one, we're going to head over to Arizona at Pittsburgh. Pick number one is going to be Kyler Murray. Higher than 220.5 passing yards this week. Pick number two, Lenny Pickett. Lower than 214.5 passing yards. Pick number three is going to be Deontay Johnson. Lower than 56.5 receiving yards this week. Arizona at Pittsburgh. Pick number two for the, the afternoon games, as it would be Denver at Houston. Russell Wilson over 215.5 passing yards. CJ Stroud, begrudgingly, lower than 277.5 passing yards. Pick number three, Tank Dell, lower than 64.5 receiving yards. And into the primetime games, we're on Kansas at Green Bay. Patrick Mahomes lower, pick number one, lower than 272.5 passing yards. Pick number two, Travis Kelsey higher than 77.5 receiving yards. Uh, pick number three, Jordan Love lower than 220.5 passing yards. What an easy week that was. No dramas. Nice, niceness in the chat. Can't really argue, can we? But either way, as always, you can have it on YouTube, hit the subscribe, find the alerts. Thank you, Gladys. If there's alerts, great show as per usual. So I'd say this show is probably performing at about 89%. That's what I'm saying. It's an 89% show. I should just rename it to the 89%. Either way, head over to our YouTube, hit the subscribe, find the alerts, find when these shows come on. I'm on at 3 p.m. every Wednesday, give or take, I think, most time. Uh, as always, find us on our Discord, going for two live server. Come find us there. He, ask your sits questions. Ask us your dynasty trades questions. How much fad do you want to drop on someone per week with your waiver wire question? Talk to us in the betting section. Find us how much we're spending. Come and do it. Just find us over there. Tag Gladys at like 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning for who she would play, either or. Ask her, should I play Roshan Johnson this week or Zach Moss? And she'll write back, Roshan Johnson's on the bye, you dickhead. Leave me alone. And that's what's going to happen. But you get that interaction with them if you ask. Just tag us in it. They love it. <laughs> as always, you can find me at the B-League says, on Monday nights as well. Monday nights, we're going to be there Monday night. We're going to do Kansas and Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Fantastic. I can't wait. Wonderful. For another week of the B-League Pick'em Show. Still no music. Still angry and hostile as always. Thank you for tuning in. Safe bets. Happy punning. Cheers. Goodbye.